0: Hello and welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner with Karen Sharp-Price. This podcast will inform and inspire you in your quest to find the right career path. If you're just starting out, looking to make a change in your field, or transitioning into a new career, then this podcast is for you. We will be sharing tips and providing resources on topics such as writing resumes, interviewing, using LinkedIn, and networking. We will take a look at different careers, companies, and opportunities. You will hear success stories from professionals in all career paths, and so much more. You will leave this podcast with three key takeaways that you can easily put into practice. Enjoy! Hi everyone, this is Karen Sharp Price, and I thank you for listening to this episode of Sharp HR Career Corner Podcast. I really appreciate it. With the great resignation happening as we speak, candidates want to learn more about companies. So, Sharp HR Career Corner is talking to local companies to learn more about what they do and what types of opportunities that they might have available. We have a returning guest with us today. You may remember her speaking to us about Resurgence Brewery. Jennifer Hassey today is speaking to us about her regular job at J.M. Smucker's Company in Buffalo, New York. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? Hi, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming back. <laughs> Glad to be back. <laughs> so does the company go by the JM Smucker's Company? Let's start with that. How what's the is that the short version, the long version? How do I how do I go about it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the J.M. Smucker Company. Okay. Um,
0: So can you talk to us a little bit, for those that may be listening and they're not from our area or from an area where there might be a headquarters, tell us what do you do and how big of a company, where is it located,
1: all those kinds of fun things. Sure, of course. So we have manufacturing facilities and offices all across the country, even some operations out of Canada. Uh, We have over 7,000 employees so I'm out of our Buffalo, New York plant. We're the only plant in New York, and um, we, you know, have operations for all sorts of brands. A lot of brands that you may have heard of or might not have heard of. But yeah, that's a, that's us in a nutshell. Okay, and the headquarters so, is at Orville, Ohio.
0: Okay. And what kind of brands, you know, would we know about or maybe not know about that we want to start
1: learning about? Sure. Well, the first question I always get is, you know, when I say I work for James Mucker, they're like the jelly. Yes, the jelly, but our plant in Buffalo actually doesn't make jelly. We make Milk Bone. So Milk Bone is one of the brands of Smucker and obviously the jelly. We also have a whole, we have a whole pet division that makes all sorts of brands, sausages and Pepperoni, the Rachel Ray products, various pet product entities, Meow Mix. And then on the, you know, consumer, other consumer goods sides with regards to Dunkin' Donuts, K-Cups, Folgers Coffee, Yeah. Jif. Wow. That's, you know, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's quite a bit. Yeah, there, there is. And a lot of those things are are in my house right now. And my dog really appreciates the milk bones, the small (laughs) ones, even though she's a big dog, she has to eat the small ones because
1: otherwise she'd be very large. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they come small, medium and large for a reason. So you can pick which ones you want, but yeah, yeah. yeah, my dog definitely improves of my career choice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is there any perks in there for your dog? (laughs) <laughs>
1: Absolutely there are company discounts.
0: That's great. That's great. So, so tell us like what kind of positions do you have across the board? What like what would we find if we were looking at your website?
1: Well, I mean, if you're looking at the company as a whole, obviously there are various positions when it comes to even the corporate office, if you're talking about marketing or finance, or if you're talking about a plant and having production engineering. um, I mean, there's obviously an IT department, there's sales. I mean, if there's a plethora of, you know, positions that you would see across a a company, especially one of our size. So whether you're talking about something that's headquarters, um, from a corporate headquarters standpoint, or from a manufacturing plant standpoint, or a sales office. So there's all, all of those, all of those types of positions, specifically at our plant, you know, we are a facility that has, um, you know, all of our operations personnel, technicians, we have maintenance department, engineers, electricians, um, all, all of our office personnel, administrative staff. Wow.
0: How so, many employees
1: yes. do you have locally? So locally, we are creeping up to about 300 almost. Oh. So we're in the high 200s. Um, That's a lot. Presently hiring. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. So, so tell us as an assistant um, HR manager, what do you
1: do? So, uh, you know, I do all the things HR really. Um, I mean, we, we do everything really at the plant level. So we have an HR department of five right now, um, including payroll, um, a scheduling an HR assistant, recruiter, and then two managers, one being myself. So, um, you know, all the things from benefits open enrollment to Mm. play relations, investigations, interviews, training and development, you know, everything really that encompasses within human resources, policy implementation. My hat's off to you because one,
0: just getting through COVID um, in an HR department had to have been like ready to pull your hair out.
1: Yes. Kudos to, I mean, obviously everybody working through COVID. Um, but um, from an HR standpoint, navigating through all those changes in regs and just the endless, endless questions that not only did we have as HR professionals, but then the staff are coming to HR with the questions that we're supposed yeah. to have the answers for. Right. That's that's definitely difficult. And I started this job back in May of this year of twenty twenty one. Okay. And I'd have to say one of the most difficult parts of starting a job in a pandemic is everyone's wearing masks and I can't, I don't know how the (laughs) staff are. And I said, okay, I can't see your whole face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That would be very difficult. I remember when I was um, an HR manager, we would, on like an onboarding process, we would send the new person um, pictures of everybody with their name and their title and their phone number and email just to let them know know, how to reach them. But From this standpoint, from COVID standpoint, uh, (laughs) that would be very hard because even if you saw the picture, you might not even put the picture to the face when you see them under a mask.
1: Exactly, and we yeah we have an ATS system, uh, you know, an HR system that we see pictures. We have pictures in there, but it's just you know, the a couple hundred staff, it's just not the same. And, um, you know, we run on three shifts, uh, you know, so I try to get to other shifts, at least to walk around, say hello. Yeah. Um, and those folks are wearing masks as they're working. So I still am like, who are you? And- oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah, that would be that would be a challenge that you wouldn't even think about. <laughs> you think about all the rules and regulations and the changing of those rules and regulations on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, at, at times. And so you don't even think about the little things that really are a big a big thing. So, if I was a candidate and I was coming in for an interview and I were going to ask you some of these questions, how would you answer them? What is the best part of working there?
1: Well, thus far, I mean, everything has been very welcoming. Um there are just diehard milkbone, uh, you know, employees here that have just a lot of pride loyalty, uh, a lot of tenure, a lot of experience and knowledge um, from the tenured staff that are here and they're willing to share it. So I think that that is you know one of the greatest parts about working here. We've been in Buffalo since 1957 moved from New York City actually where the milkbone biscuit was created huh. and they moved their operations from New York City to Buffalo. And we've been making milk bone ever since. So even though um, we've had a few different companies that we've been owned by, we've always made milk bone. So we're oh. no, kind of known as the milk bone plant around the area because that's all we've made, even though we've yeah. been owned by different parent companies. That's pretty uh, cool history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the company itself, I would also say, you know, Smoker is invested in their employees. They, they have great benefits and they just they're very employee centered hmm. to understand what the employees are doing on the ground to get the products out the door.
0: That's, that's really nice to hear. What, what would the culture be like if I was walking around um, there? What, what would I see?
1: Dedicated staff, hardworking staff, like I mentioned, pride and loyalty. The staff actually a couple of years ago, they came up with this um, kind of plant mantra called woof. It stands for we own our future. Um, kind of like you know, your future and your career is what you make of it. That's very it's clever. True. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we should see more of that out there on LinkedIn. That, that's very, right. very clever. <laughs> um, so where do you see the company in like five years? What do you where do you think you're
1: you're headed? From my standpoint in the hierarchy, I, I'm not really sure, you know, where smoker as a whole will land. However, the plant itself here we are in process of actually expanding and reinvigorating a whole part of the building that hasn't been in use in many, many years. And we're putting a new packaging line. So um, Smucker is investing, you know, in in our company and in the people here. So that's really kind of why we're hiring right now. We, we don't have a lot of turnover, which is um, wonderful yeah, and um, a little nice. bit easier on HR's plate. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, a lot easier. <laughs> right. But, yeah. the, but we are doing an influx of hiring because of adding, adding those operations.
0: What's one thing that not too many people might know about the company?
1: Well, what's funny is, I mean, I've lived in Buffalo all my life and I live right in the city and I didn't even know that this plant was here so that's really kind of one of the biggest things around here locally yeah people don't know we're here and i think the statistic is uh something like 90 percent of the milk bone products that you see out on the shelves are made in buffalo and you mm-hmm. can actually see it right on the box it says that where it's made it's, it'll say made in buffalo new york and i just literally yesterday was talking to someone and they said wait a minute I have those at home I have to go take a look at the box yeah, I'm gonna have to go um, look it's up in my <laughs> <light> refrigerator <laughs> yeah there are two other plants in the country that do make some milk bone products but we but they also make other products too we make strictly all milk bone here and it's it's huh. just surprising I think to a lot of people that they don't realize yeah. that it's made made in buffalo yeah and it so, has been since the
0: 50s. What's nice about that is for the people that are listening and they're from Buffalo and have dogs and, and buy Milk Bone, there won't be a supply chain shortage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in, in fact, I mean, my sister doesn't live that far. She lives in Lewiston, but she just asked me to buy the big box for her dog. <laughs> so I've got one that I've I've got ready to give to her the next time I see her. So <laughs> Yes. A lot of
1: men and women working very hard to produce milk bone treats for our dogs. We appreciate that very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so you were talking about how, how you have an influx of of
1: positions right now. What types of um, openings do you have currently? So primarily uh, operating technicians, okay, that will be working in, you know, various operational departments in the, in our bakery. And also in our maintenance side, we have maintenance mechanics, like industrial maintenance mechanics, electricians, those are primarily the positions that we're hiring for right now.
0: Okay. And what kind of like past experience does someone need to have for either one of those jobs?
1: Well, uh, from an operations standpoint for the technicians, if you're operating, um, you know, one of our lines, we have like a bake shop where Everything's, uh, you know, ingredients are put together and baked. I would love pack- that job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, packaging department. And then um, like our transfer department um, is basically everything that comes in and out of the building. So those are all of, um, and then a sanitation department. So we have all these departments that fall under what we call operations. And really, um, you know, we prefer to have someone to have manufacturing background, but it's not a requirement. Um, so, you know, really we want someone that's understanding of um the elements of the job that they will be on their feet all day. Our plan is very interesting. It's, it's vertical. So our, we have seven floors. Um, So everything kind of starts at the top and then comes down (laughs) to, to to get shipped. So yeah, I, I think people just understanding the manufacturing world and just manufacturing schedules and environment and what to kind of expect is very helpful. But you know, if you're, if you're willing to learn and you are willing to train and you know work the shifts we're willing to entertain now when it comes more so to the mechanics um, electricians you do have to have some of that background
0: okay and then besides the technical part of of those positions what makes a great candidate for smuckers
1: strong work ethic Uh, like i said everyone that's been here has a lot of pride and they have been here for a long time so you know They've been doing this job for a long time. They want people that are coming in with the same type of work ethic that they have. Being supportive, being welcoming, being open and willing to train. We have lots of cross-training in our facility, so it doesn't matter what department you're in. You have to be willing to be part of the team to go to whatever department is asked of you. When we train, we have a very comprehensive um, seven-week training program uh-huh. at minimum for new hires. Yep, they go through you know, full training, um, and orientation and training for seven weeks. And, um, so that they can become acclimated to the job. So that's another reason why we can take on people that might have limited to no manufacturing experience because of such a robust training program. And then they have to be willing to move around to different departments. And, uh, you know, especially, um, we are a union environment. So a lot of the first uh, shift people are, are people that hold the bids to those shifts. So you have to uh, be willing, flexible to work second and third. So yeah. sometimes that's challenging for people. And, you know, I can totally understand that. But once they gain the seniority, they could get to first also. <laughs> but, you know, that is that sometimes people like it and sometimes people don't. And we completely yeah. understand. Right, right.
0: Where's the best place to find these opportunities? Where, where can someone go to learn more about them? And then
1: how do they go ahead and, and apply? Sure. Easiest way, if you're looking, go to milkbonebuffalo.com. Okay. Okay. So we have our own website, milkbonebuffalo.com that identifies the technician role because that is the largest need, but you can also go to jmsmucker.com backslash careers that will have all of our careers for all of the James Smucker plans. And that is something too, that Smucker is very encouraging with when it comes to employees that might want movement if you don't have to move and go anywhere else. But if you're interested in other opportunities in other areas, career growth and career potential, they're, they're, they're very encouraging when it comes to that for the staff. But I would advise people not to wait, especially because we are, I mean, right now I am hiring for orientations into February. Oh my goodness. Because my January orientations are filled. <laughs> wow. So that's what I would say is not to wait. We're, we're, pretty fortunate to be a leader in the market here and yeah. you know people want to work here which is wonderful sure so is. that would be my advice to anybody's interested don't wait
0: that's really interesting because I saw something on uh, LinkedIn the other day about should candidates wait until the new year before they start to look for jobs and you're <laughs> telling me straight out new
1: <laughs> for us no yeah. I mean you might want to wait until well, you get noticed <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's super. I mean, that's really that's really positive and and that's great for those that are looking to make a move before the holidays. Get settled right. before the holidays. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Ms. Giff can be a, you know, a new job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a huge that's a huge benefit, so that would be great. I always ask my guests at the end of the interview to give us three pieces of advice. What three pieces of advice would you give a candidate that is planning on applying? uh To J.M. Smucker's company.
1: Well, I guess don't wait would be the first piece of advice. <laughs> That's a good piece. Apply. Go apply. Um, <laughs> that would be the first thing. The second thing is, I would say, you know, being open to to everything that you know. Basically, we have to offer and everything that we have to train on. Even if you, like I said, don't have manufacturing experience, if this is up your alley great. We have, um, we get back to candidates very, very quickly. You know, we give a very thorough description of what to expect, you know, the hours expectations for your shifts um, you know, how that kind of thing works with regards to the union. So, you know, if you're open, if you're open and willing, we definitely will train you. So that would be another piece. And then, you know, I kind of, I know it sounds a little cliche, but I was thinking about this and I said, you know, team player, because mm-hmm. all of our departments rely on one another so much. And I know that that's very much to be said in a lot of other places, but we were open through the entire pandemic. We were considered essential workers. We can't work from home to make the biscuits.
0: <laughs> they have to be And that is actually. essential for all of our dogs sitting at home right oh, now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My dog would say, it's essential, I need treats. But, um, One process in the chain relies on, you know, the person before and the person after it. So, you know, um, team player and um, communication is really some of the key skills that I would say that someone needs to have. Do you ever give
0: tours of the of the manufacturing? I think it's really cool to say it's seven floors and
1: you start yeah. the top and it moves down. I just want to see that process. <laughs> I know. Well, if you apply, you usually get a tour. Oh. Um, due to COVID, we really have been limiting the visitors, yeah. you know, to the plant. Um, I really hope that we can get to a point where, you know whether we can bring students in or other visitors you know I know that we have programs in place with regards to you know proprietary information and and confidentiality practices but there are certain things that we could show but it would be nice to get back to to that kind of thing you know especially if you have students or people in school or people in technical schools and such that want to actually take a look at a plant and actually see it firsthand yeah Um, absolutely helpful that's very helpful for them
0: yeah, and I just, I'm envisioning what it looks like, so. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for, for coming on again today. I really appreciate that. This was this was fun, and I got to learn something that I had no idea. Um, <laughs> and and it sounds, it, it really sounds like a, a fun company, a company that has stand the width of time, you know, from 1957, you said, on, that's a... Yeah. It's a really long time, so you're you're stable, you're secure, you've been in Buffalo, and your employees must love it if they've been there that long. Like employees don't stay if they don't like it. So that that's kudos very true. to you. Yeah, kudos to you. <laughs> so thank you, and and happy holidays to you and your family. Oh, and to all your listeners. It's coming fast. It's it, <laughs> I always sure think I have plenty of time, and then I have like only a couple weeks, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to get all my cookies made? So. <laughs> Well, thank you again. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Sharp HR Career Corner. If you're having a hard time trying to figure out what you want to do in a career and you need to talk with someone, please contact Sharp Human Resources. We'd love to help you out. Go to sharphumanresources-buffalo.com for more information. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, I encourage you to download the podcast, leave a comment, and share with others you know. The more downloads and comments and likes our podcast receives, the better our ratings and the easier we can be found. So thank you in advance. Until next time, be kind, everyone. We need to show a lot more kindness in the world, and it starts with you and I. Thanks again for listening, and have a great day.